minor crime control using a civil court program and community service hour units. Essays on crime prevention create programs targeting serious crime. The standard response to crime fails to realize criminals have a history. Serious crime matures with the individual. Both tend to start out small. Stopping crimes requires we stop it before either the criminal or the crime becomes major. Too many parents excuse bad behavior in the child until it becomes serious crime in the adult. The same approach is found in our justice system. Minor criminal activity done by children are treated as if this was part of the maturation process. The problem begins at birth and perhaps before birth. Crime begins in poor parenting and poor policing. But paramilitary units patrolling neighborhoods and schools is less a deterrent than a provocation. One of the suggestions made to stop school shootings is to arm teachers. Governments oppose these kinds of solutions. The state opposes programs that challenge the state's monopoly on the use of force. The state has a natural tendency to oppose the right of citizens to protect their property. We are told to call the police. Few jurisdictions permit citizens to employ a citizen's arrest. The right of a law-abiding person to protect themselves from attack, while seemingly rational from a crime prevention perspective, strikes at the heart of state power. We as subjects are the property of the state and it is the state that has the final authority to protect its property. An armed and empowered citizenry makes sense when dealing with crime. Armed militias does not make political sense. States do not have a real need to deal with minor crime. Shoplifting is not a threat to the state's monopoly on power. The armed forces are not used to combat armed robbery, but to call in the police to handle graffiti and shoplifting is a similar misappropriation of resources. The resources of the state exist to handle threats to state power and are scaled to threats direct and indirect of this caliber. To even imagine the state is willing or able to deal with petty crime is absurd. A civil court is an ad hoc group of civilians with the authority to apprehend and charge and sentence those suspected of property and misdemeanor crimes. A disturbance of the peace, an attack on the civility of a place or its good order can be dealt with by the community. Petty civil matters include offenses committed by youth and underage persons. Civil courts have the right to hold hearings and adjudicate penalties, restitution, and terms of release. Civilian courts formalize a right that has accrued to civilians from the dawn of time. It is part of the common law. The right to deal with community misfits was always recognized as a right of citizens, but never given a formal structure until now. Tribal society was founded on the principle of reciprocal obligations. This has been formalized in the concept of the free market. An economy is people exchanging goods and services using an accounting system to track credits or debits. The accounting requires a means of exchange and unit of account so that the credits and debits can be quantified and made visible as a pragmatic necessity. The value of an item must be quantified so it can be manipulated in real time. This is the purpose of a currency. By creating a formal means of quantifying who owes what to whom the tribe becomes a market, and the market becomes a way to represent the moral fabric of the tribe in real time. Markets make it possible for a person who has been helped by one person to help another and by this means, liquidate his obligation. 
market to remove credits and debits and reciprocation from the individual and turn them into a civil matter. I do not owe you and you do not owe me, we owe the community the value we have taken from it. Ultimately, it is the community that is benefited, and it is the community that is harmed, by the actions of individuals. It is the community that exercises the justice function. Justice in this sense is a reconciliation of economic inputs and outputs. The action of a criminal creates an economic action that has not been liquidated or reconciled. Crime creates an unreconciled balance. Justice is not more than the community demanding a reconciliation of the balance outstanding. The civil court is not more than a mechanism used to reconcile an otherwise unrecoverable loss created by an individual. Imagine a robber who holds up a corner store. If the robber escapes the store, the owner or the insurance company suffers a loss. Over time this loss will be spread out over the economy. Every market loss and gain is a community loss or gain. Even criminals are harmed by the cost of crime, but they gamble criminal activity will result in a net gain. Civil courts are created to ensure this calculation is wrong. If a robber is caught it happens after considerable police work. If the case is tried this is another cost added to the crime. The robber may be jailed or paroled either way another expense is imposed on the market. The economy absorbs the cost of the crime, the cost of apprehension, the cost of a trial, the cost of any appeals and the cost of incarceration. Even if the criminal is fined, the expenses of the crime remain outstanding. Society has a right and duty to seek ways to reduce the cost of crime. To do this, the cost of committing a crime for the criminal has to be increased substantially. The first step in stopping crime is to reduce the probability a crime will be committed. The second step is to increase the probability the criminal will be apprehended after the crime has been committed. The third need is to reduce the cost of jurisprudence. The civil court program addresses all three areas. To reduce crime, the criminal needs to be identified and eliminated as a threat at the earliest possible moment. The community is best able to do this. A civil society is not just a group of people residing at a given location, it is or seeks to be a place of civility. Civil society exists as a community of mutual expectations and obligations. Civil society exists as a group that adheres to the same mannerisms or manners. Civil society exists as a code of conduct common to all persons in the community. Crime is ultimately an attack on the civility or manners of a place. Society has the right to demand civility from its members. A minimum level of decency, defined by the body politic, is required to live in a community. Social misfits are identified by members of the community by their lack of civility. Rudeness is indeed a civil matter. Monitoring is done in school, in stores and out on the street by the community members. This is done whether we do it formally or informally. But without some form of legal recourse, monitoring leads to frustration, anger and social division. Sources of disorder and incivility are always against civilians and an attack on the civil order. Civilians targeted by the uncivil person are able to charge the miscreant, through the civil court system, with a civil disturbance. A hearing is convened by the civil court to hear the matter. The civil court is convened from civilians with direct interest in and knowledge of the case. 
The response of the court consists of three steps. Upon an infraction being experienced the plaintiff informs the offender of the nature of the incivility. The offender is put on notice that manners exist and are required. The civil code is defined by common law and the general expectations of good conduct. Civil law is applied law that is established through the civil court. The people determine what constitutes good manners and what departures are permitted. Various aspects of the common law can be expressed in written form if desired, but civility is determined primarily by tradition over the years by the people themselves as they work out their expectations and allowances through the civil court system. If uncivil behavior persists after the plaintiff has identified the problem to the accused, witnesses are gathered and together inform the offender that his or her behavior fails to meet the basic standards required in the community. If the offenses continue, then a civil court is convened of interested parties. Sanctions up to and including expulsion from the political jurisdiction covered by the court are imposed. These steps are preferentially taken before criminal liability occurs. Corrective steps need to be taken before criminal liability occurs. Civil court's mission is to short-circuit the potential for criminal activity. However, when property crimes occur the victim and whatever persons are present ought to be provided the legal authority hold the offender and convene a civil court. Costs are established by the civil court at the time of the offense. If the offense is covered under the law, the offender can be given a choice between accepting the sentence of the civil court or being handed over to the justice system. The agreed-upon penalty and charges once established are levied in terms of community service. Community service is a form of restitution levied against the offender by the community. If the offender does not fulfill the conditions as imposed, in a timely manner, this is an actionable incivility. Civil court is convened to hear the case, impose sanctions up to and including expulsion from the court's jurisdiction. Any contravention of the expulsion is a case of trespass. A person who robs a store can be held by citizens, tried in civil court and have costs and other penalties imposed on him or her as hours of community service. This sentence may be imposed in absentia, where the felon has fled the jurisdiction. A person who is deemed uncivil may have his or her right to access the community and its facilities, curtailed. The movement of uncivils may be restricted to certain areas of the community and to certain periods of the day. Capital cases are left to the state courts and justice system. All misdemeanor convictions are fined in community service hours, CSH, amounts equal or greater than the costs created by the offense. The purpose of civil justice being restitution. Monetary fines are not imposed by civil courts. All fines and penalties are imposed using CSH units.